Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your man, Jason Miles, and this is the Real Estate 360 Podcast. And listen, we talk about, or I'm sure you guys are hearing a lot about these, you know, personal banking systems and this, that, and the other. Well, what that is, is it's an, it's an insurance product. And today, we're going to speak with my man, Douglas Killebrew, about exactly how these things can happen. And what they actually mean, you know, without all of the salesy, pitchy kind of stuff that you hear. We're just going to get into the meat and potatoes of it. So let's get going, you guys. Here we go. All right, everybody. This is your man, Miles, and let me introduce you to my man, Mr. Douglas Killebrew. D. Kill, what's going on, man? Jason, my man, how are you doing? Hey, fantastic, fantastic, man. I uh, I tell you, you know, this is the third season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're just getting back on. This is the third season of the podcast. I'm really excited to do this, and I wanted to open up this first this first month you know the this new season if you will uh talking about things that are truly truly important things that i think would be the the foundation the building blocks of not just a person's business but someone's life right a family's well-being you know moving forward generationally you know all those great things and i know you and i've talked about that but i speak a ton about real estate investments and and how people get involved with that on on all these different aspects. But I think it's really more important right now to talk about how to protect yourself and how to protect your family and how to protect your, your assets, even in, in, in a lot of cases, you know, and I thought of no one better to have that conversation with than you. I know that, you know, we've had some pretty extensive conversations about this, over the past couple of years, before the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just thought of no one better to have this conversation with than you. So without further ado, man, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Well, first off, uh, it is great to be spending time with you this morning and uh, very thankful to be here. Um, like you said, you know, having protection in place, not just for yourself, but really for, for your loved ones is so important. And you know, there's so many things we... We hope for, um, but we often say, you know, hope for the best and, and plan for the worst sometimes just to make sure that, that we're covered for anything that life can throw at us. As yeah. We've seen with COVID and otherwise, uh, things can, can go a little crazy and, and we can't uh, expect what tomorrow may bring. Um, but again, thank you for having me. And just you know, my, my brief background, um, I came up from the tax world. I worked at a big four accounting firm, so I'm a, I'm a CPA. And I did income, gift, and, and wealth transfer planning, estate tax planning for about six years. Uh, and now I've been in the financial services world as a, a CFP and a CLT for about five years, having a practice affiliated with Northwestern Mutual. So um, been in the game a minute here and uh, have really enjoyed getting to meet a lot of great folks like yourself and just always ready to, to be serving families and, and really connecting with them and understanding what's most important to them. Those are a lot of acronyms. Those are a lot of acronyms. <laughs> um, I, I just, you know, they're, they're just letters, you know. Um, the people is what's important. Without a doubt, man. You know, um, <clears throat> I, you know, if I'm being, you know, just, just honest in the conversation here, you know, 
come going through COVID has been difficult for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. You know, we've got people that, you know, lost family, uh, that lost businesses, that lost property, you know, people, people went through a lot. And of course, there are people that and companies that thrive, you know, depending on the industry they were in uh, through COVID as well. But, but one thing that I think COVID has really shown a lot of people is the fragility of everything, right? How fragile absolutely everything is. And, you know, once you think you got out of it, then other things come up. In my, in my family, for instance, you know, my mother is ill and uh, she's been ill for a while and it just kind of got worse. And one of the things that she didn't have, I mean, she had insurance and, you know, health insurance, regular health insurance. But one of the things that she did not have was long-term health care. And you and I had, gosh, I think, I think we must have sat down three or four times for multiple hours each time just, to, just so that I could get a clear understanding of that you know, long-term health care, how it plays in, how we can incorporate it into a whole life insurance policy. So how it could take care of me moving forward, you know, in the event that I needed something like that in the long term. And I think that when a lot of people hear about this particular method, you know, utilizing life insurance to you know, be a personal bank, you know, your own personal piggy bank, even though I want to talk to you a little bit about that and what that means, but adding on that long-term health care benefit, I think is probably more important looking forward, you know, planning for that. You said it earlier, you know, plan for the, what, what was it you said? Yeah. Hope for the best and plan for the worst. Absolutely. Have the backup plan, right? Yeah. So I, I know we're probably put, I'm probably putting the cart before the horse in this particular situation. But no one actually talks about that particular piece. I'm sure they do when they get in the office, but out in the open, no one talks about that. Right, right. Well, it's, you know, Jason, to that point, I mean, there are so many things that we, we don't enjoy talking about, right? And, and one of the things that we, we won't get into much today, but just for everybody to, to be aware of, I mean, having a will in place is really a, a good fundamental to have when you have young kids. Um, so that's the sort of thing that we're helping people become aware of is just what are the risks out there, um, that somebody might face that you're not thinking about. And, and, you know, you want to be thinking about these things before you have to, right. It's better to be able to, um, be ahead of it. And then instead of in it and be reactive. So we really look to be proactive. Um, and to your point, you know, you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned long-term health, um, so long-term care. Is a, is a more recent area in the insurance world. I think it's, I don't know, 30, 30, or year, you know, 30 years or so um, in existence as people have been living longer and just facing so many things now, you know, Alzheimer and, and dementia, for example, mm. as, as people's brains go, but you know, their body is still around. <clears throat> and that can be financially devastating to families, not just financially, but also, you know, my, uh, I, my, my father-in-law um, passed away after being bedridden for six months, and um, that was something that that we had to deal with. Really, is getting planted, you know, getting care in place rather. And ultimately, I think families are either going to be the the care coordinator or primarily the care providers. And um, so, 
if it's possible to, to have some insurance in place for those events, it can be very helpful. I mean, even just emotionally, uh, heck, physically for, for the loved ones that are taking care of, you know, of their, of their elderly. Right. Um, so, you know, to your point, that is something we talked about. And again, I, I don't want to be putting the cart before the, uh, the horse here either, Jason, but um, you, you mentioned this, uh, what we call permanent life insurance, which there's, there's whole life, there's universal, there, there's a lot of different flavors of it. Um, but I think, you know, what you mentioned is there, there is a solution out there that you can, you know, address not only life insurance, which really is for your loved ones, right? Who you leave behind, mm -hmm. a legacy, gener uh, generational wealth. Um, but you can also tackle on exactly like you said, um, some options or, or riders, as we would call them, for, um, you know, long-term care planning, for disability even. Um, and, you know, some people say disability, um, right, when you get sick or injured and can't keep working. Right? That, some people view that as for yourself because you're still there and you need some care and help and it's income replacement. Um, and whereas we think about life insurance and even long-term care to some extent is really for your family and your loved ones. So uh, those are the, the suite of, of solutions that we offer to our clients. And, and really, again, I view, I view people in my role as educators um, mm. and certainly advisors, but um, you know, a, a lot of folks in the insurance game can come off very salesy and there's a stigma uh, even around, right, around life insurance. I think like you said, and, and as most people think about life insurance, it's not something you really want to have. It's something that you might have to have and very common with, with term life insurance and other things that, right. um, you know, I'll, I last that comment before I get too carried away, Jason, is, you know, <laughs> most insurance, as we think about it, we want to get the highest amount of risk mitigated or just coverage, right? Whatever the benefit is, death benefit for life insurance, disability, you know, income replacement benefits. You want the most of that as possible for the least amount of premium or cost. Um, and that's what we think about in most insurance, um, you know, markets, if you will. And that is absolutely right. But I think where it gets a little confusing is in the permanent life insurance space, as you've talked about, some people, especially in real estate, like this term infinite banking system mm -hmm. and, and different um, ways to call it. And in those worlds, it's actually you know, you're going to be putting a lot more away because the key is in that world, you're not just getting a risk management product that is not an asset. It's, you know, insurance is an expense and you get a payout if something bad happens, which we don't want. Right. Right. Really. We want to protect, but we want to pay the least amount. We don't ever really want to cash it in because something bad happened. Whereas when we get into this permanent life insurance world, it's truly an asset. Absolutely. It's not just, I think that's the first thing really just to, to help people understand is while life insurance certainly is an expense and it carries an expense component, permanent life insurance creates an asset for, for you and for your family. That's right. And I think that's one of the because it's an asset, I think it's one of the biggest reasons that it isn't really promoted. I mean, you know, no one is on your regular TV broadcast channels promoting real estate investments or entrepreneurialism. No one, no one promotes these things. They promote consumership. Consumership is promoted. So uh, when we think of insurance, most of us think of being forced to get auto insurance, right? We're forced to have it. It's the law. And it is an expense. It is an expense that sometimes people can't afford to pay it. Maybe they can't make their premium this month because, you know, it's a choice between, you know, food or that or rent or that. Those are those are real considerations. But in this case, we're talking about a real asset class. 
we're talking about, you know, I, I, you'll, you'll hear me every now and then talk about the, the BBD method, you know, the buy, borrow, die method, right? I'll, I'll talk about that every now and then. And these are the vehicles that will lead you to that, or at least in part anyway, these are the vehicles that will lead you to that. There are other things that one would need to add on, like, uh, you know, various types of trusts or things like that. I mean, to, for, you know, to have those, you know, longer going, you know, things, the things that are, are going to be in existence after you go, the, those truly generational wealth that the Rockefeller method, if you will, right? You, you nailed it. And, you know, one thing, Jason, I know when you're talking to your, your viewers and, and everybody in your circles, right, it's, we, we don't want to try to go too fast, um, too quickly, or go, you know, do too much too fast, which is just to say, right, everybody can start somewhere. And um, I think you make a really good point about insurance and, hey, you know, we have to have auto insurance, right? The government requires it, but in, in heck, our, our uh, mortgage insurance or uh, homeowner's insurance, I should say, the lenders will require that. So there are things we have to do, but then um, we also just want to be cautious on when we get insurance plans into place that people aren't paying too much for them, again, too quickly. Mm -hmm. And so while you know, I just have to say, while permanent life insurance has so many benefits to it, far beyond the, just the, the simple life insurance side, it's also not for everybody right away, right? If we're just starting a business, we need to, to focus on what's manageable and reasonable at the time. And so often we, we want our clients to understand, here's the vision, right? Here's what we want to work towards. But hey, let's first make sure we, we tackle the basics, right? Let's do the block and tackling. Um, let's just get into place the right amount of protection and not stress the budget so that you might have to, you know, if you can't afford it, you lose it. Um, we just need to get the right amount in place to protect the families first. For sure. And and there are differences that come into play when you're talking about this kind of insurance. Uh, for instance, if you have an auto insurance policy and you got the bare legal minimum, right? And you needed to increase that. Maybe you got a second car or another driver. It's just a telephone call and they just increase your not only do they increase your premium, but they in, just, it's not a new policy. You still have the same policy number. They just increase your, your levels of coverage, right? Well, with this particular situation, when we're talking about here, it's not that simple. You're exactly right. That's, and that's a great point. And, and um, that's where we want to, again, whatever makes sense for the, for the family, but we want to get the most coverage in place. You don't want to overinsure, right? But you do want to get the most protection in place because to your point, it's not just a phone call, unfortunately. Um, in this kind of insurance, there's often not just medical history questionnaires, um, not just people that will underwriters that, that pull medical records, but there's often a medical requirement. Um, and so just depending on your age, that, that might have you know, as simple as blood pressure measurement, height and weight, um, as you get older, you might be doing EKGs and, and some more stress testing. And so I think you're making such a good point. It's really important to understand that's why we need to get this stuff when we're, when we're healthy, when we don't really want to think about it. And we feel like we're invincible often. I know uh, young people often feel like nothing's going to happen to them. It's not going to be them, right? And then if we don't get something in place and we need it later, it's either going to be more expensive if your health isn't as good as it may have been once, well, it, as it once was, or you can't get it at all, unfortunately. And that's and that's something that's heartbreaking that I've seen. Um, I think you know one one young man who had uh, melanoma in college and 
you know, down the road, a handful of years, he's now married and he's, he's do, trying to be a good, you know, do good planning. And he's trying to get some life insurance for his wife. And you can't get it for, depending on cancer, for example, what type it is and how aggressive it may come back, you can't get anything into place for, it's kind of a blackout window. Mm. Um, and so that's just, again, things that we often don't think about. And so um, it is so important to get it uh, when you can. And then Jason, one last thing, just so I don't forget, I'm sure you would uh, help me remember as well, but I mentioned a starting place, right? So we, we want to jump right in to, to this permanent life insurance or whole life world, because again, it carries so many benefits to it. Um, but if that's not right for the budget, we just recommend getting some term life insurance in place, much lower cost. And I think to just to hit the nail on the head here, you can convert that term life insurance in the future into the great permanent stuff that we love without proving you're still healthy. So it, it locks in your insurability uh, for a period of time, depending what you get and, and how old you are when you get it. Yeah. But that, that's very, very crucial um, to, again, protect against the unknowns of the future. So you bring up a good point here, and I and I actually wanted to get right into that. We talked about getting just getting started, right? So affordability. Now, I, I want to bring the bar low here for a second because a lot of times when people are having these conversations, it depends on where they're having the conversations. Like the conversation that people are having on social media is, you know, hundred dollars a month, you know, and and which is true, right? You can get involved in, in this for as little as $100 a month, but it, it's, it's really who you're speaking to. So, you know, you, you can get one of these policies and start the process with as little as $100 or $300 or $500 a month consistently, setting the bar low. I don't, even, I don't even want to say it that way. Forgive me. Setting the bar where a person is at. And... When they want to step up, as I was alluding to with this this last one, you know, okay, great. Right now you can afford $250 a month on your policy to build that, to start to build that legacy. Now you're making more money. And again, you're not going to just pick up the phone and call Doug and say, hey, Doug, you know, I want to double that. I want to go up to $500 a month now. Well, that's fine. You're, you're not going to, you're not going to have the same policy and, um, and just increase the leverage, you're going to wind up with a second policy, right? That's right. And and even, and that's a, a really good point that you're making. And <clears throat> while honestly, it may not even, sometimes we don't really even think about it as much as, hey, you, you might have, you know, five policies over time. It, it's more so of just the additional underwriting that has to happen every time. Mm. It, it really is a new process every time. And so, and I do want to be clear, you're exactly right, Jason. Every time you get more, you do get new policies. Um, and each policy, you, you say who you would want to you know, receive the benefits from them. Um, but again, the, the biggest thing I would say is it's that underwriting piece that every time you got to go back and improve your healthy. And while we all hope that we're healthier tomorrow than we are today, um, you and I both know as we get older, uh, there's, you know, there's things we can control, like our diet and our exercise and things like that. But there's so many things we can't control. Uh, and, and I don't know about you, but uh, sometimes there's periods in my life like COVID where I might have had a little more to eat or a little more to drink than I did before. And then, and then you get, you know, then you get focused and, and you go exercise and you diet. And I mean, that's just life though, right? It's a little yeah. bit of a roller coaster. That's for sure, man. And when, when I'm talking to people about this and, you know, and 
and and I want to be clear for the listeners, we're talking about whole life insurance policies that you can utilize throughout your life to pay for education, borrow from yourself, buy a car, borrow from yourself, uh, buy a house, borrow from yourself, buy an investment property, borrow from yourself. Uh, these are things that you can build up over time. You're adding to it. There's a cash value. It increases in value over time. I know that uh, this this is me dating myself now. I remember in the um, late 80s, early 90s, during the early stages of the AIDS epidemic, when people were cashing in their life insurance policies, uh, which from my understanding was a kind of a new thing at the time. It was a way for insurance companies to pay people out, but not the full death benefit, right? It was a way for them to pay people out that had it, the insurance that is, uh, maybe to the tune of 50%. I don't know. I really don't know. But at that time, you know, but those weren't happening with term policies. Those were only happening with whole life policies, right? Yes. Permanent life. Exactly right. And I, whole life is, um, you know, whole life is the safe type of permanent life insurance that makes, frankly, the most sense for really business owners, Hmm. real estate folks, right? There are, and I'm just going to, I'll just touch on it, right? Just for educational purposes. There are other styles of permanent that you can ultimately be invested into the, the equity markets, right? But if you invest in the equity markets, those values go up. And then as we, as we know, they go down as well. And so for people that are business owners, and again, real estate folks are, are really probably about the best example. Whole life is such a great asset because it is guaranteed, contractually guaranteed to grow, cannot go down. And so you just have this consistent growth in a policy as opposed to, right, maybe, right, take, take the Great Recession if you had stuff in the equity markets and you had real estate, well, man, that does not feel good when everything is crashing versus clients that had whole life products during the, the Great Recession. Their policies were continuing to grow north of five and a half, six, six and a half percent over that time, which, you know, that feels really good when everything else in, on your balance sheet's going down. But you've got an asset that's growing not only at those rates, but also uh, tax deferred. Um, and to your point, Jason, there are mechanisms of, of access in this cash value. There's there's a few different ways, um, but the, the bottom line is you have access to that cash value during life, and you have access to it without paying tax on it. That's right. Um, so, you know, and mm-hmm. those are so very important to know. And and to the investors that are out there, I, I want you guys to hear this because so often now, you know, you hear. I'm not going to say any names, but well, why not? You know, you hear people on the internet saying, you know, like Grant Cardone, Uncle G, for instance, but he's pushing his agenda, so I'm not mad at him. He's like, if you've got money sitting over here and it's making four, five, six percent, you can make so much by doing this, investing here, and doing that, which is true, right? Yes, that that there is truth to that. He's not spewing lies, right? It is the truth, but we're talking about two different things here, right? We're talking about two very different things, right? Right. So, yeah, please. I'm just going to say you're, you know, and and I'm going to put my investment hat on just to make this comparison briefly, right? But when we think about returns, right, we we also have to consider the risk that we're taking. I Mm. think that's what you're nailing, right, is 
when we take really high risk, we should expect high returns. And sometimes, to your point, sometimes that happens, but sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, versus when we think about safer assets, we know that they're safe, that they should be you know, not losing value. And so we expect lower returns because of that safety that we're getting, right? And I, and I have a, a, one of my business partners is uh, an ex investment banker. And he talked about the reason, one of the big reasons he came into this world is because they would analyze deals, um, you know, buying and selling businesses, things along those lines, and they would do a risk adjusted return analysis. Mm -hmm. And when he found, when he discovered this asset, which um, I, I won't go deep into this, but, but you can get a lot of different flavors of this permanent stuff. You can get a lot of different um, quality, quality differs among products, right? Any kind of product that we talk about, there's high quality products out there. There's there's not as high quality products out there, but right. um, but an adequately designed whole life policy in a safe space doesn't really get any better. If it's an appropriately designed product with a with a quality company, um, you really cannot beat the the return related to the risk. And and my example was a, a you know a business colleague of mine who used to assess deals. And uh, when he learned about this product and he was working with a, a top advisor who designs them very, very well, mm. he said, wait a second, this doesn't even make sense. It literally broke his investment bank's uh, risk adjusted return model mm. in that had such low risk, but relatively high return. Again, relatively being the key, we're not talking 20% returns. Um, but the relative high return related to that risk was better than the model even said was possible. And that's when he said, wow, okay, I need to go into this business myself because I didn't know it was out there. Most people <laughs> don't. Right? And by the way, I, I, this could be a whole other conversation. The banks use this. The banks are actually the largest purchasers of whole life insurance. Mm -hmm. um, and that is why one reason why they love their customers to use it. And this is one of the ways that we're able to access cash value is that you can collateralize much like you would a home equity loan, um, but you can collateralize your cash value with banks and get a line of credit at very, very, very low rates because, again, it's contractually guaranteed to grow and never go down. That's right. Um, and I'll just throw out some, some fun, maybe fancy words, but in whole life, you get not only rate arbitrage, which is to say inside of your policy you're able to to earn a higher rate of return versus if you go to a bank and you and you collateralize it the, the loan rate is has been historically lower than what you're earning inside and then the other arbitrage we get is tax arbitrage because again inside whole life you're earning this you're growing your cash value tax deferred tax free if we if we plan appropriately for it while Again, as a, a real real estate, right? Real estate business owners yeah. who I work with the most, you collateralize this, you use the capital for business real estate, mm -hmm. it's deductible interest. So you're growing at a higher interest rate, not paying tax on that growth, and you're paying a lower interest rate and you're deducting the interest. So That's it's right. a it's a beautiful, very unique world that you're able to live in. Uh, and just to bring that down a notch for some folks, <laughs> I have an investor buddy who has a policy similar to this, who utilizes the the cash in there to to give hard money loans out on real estate. So 
he's not only earning interest over here, he's borrowing from himself, whether he pays himself interest or not is immaterial, but he's loaning it out at 10, 11, 12% interest over a short period of time backed in real estate, you know? And he's been doing this uh, for, well, I've known him for 15 years and he's been doing it for at least that long, you know? So these are, these are real things. And I, I want to touch on one other thing that you said, because I, I, I feel like this is so very important because I said it before, this is not a cookie cutter situation. This, as you have, as you have stated in your last um, statement there, this is designed specifically for the individual's needs and the purpose in which they want to use it for, right? Absolutely. And there are, and to be clear, right, there are what we call off-the-shelf solutions, um, which frankly are the most commonly sold whole life products are those that are already designed for everybody and you can just kind of punch a number in and, and it's one size fits all in the design. Um, that's what's most commonplace. But if you're working with a, you know, a, a top quality advisor, they should absolutely personalize any solution that they're looking at providing for you. Um, so you're spot on. Yeah. And this is just such an important aspect to one's financial planning, estate planning, business planning. Uh, if you have partners you know, in your, in your business. Uh, these, these are things that absolutely should be put in place. Uh, you should listen, let me, let me just tell you, if you think that you can't afford something like this at whatever price point, and you're a business owner, you're a real estate investor. And most of the people that I'm speaking with are real estate investors, go buy a house. That's going to give you three, four, $500 a month, positive cash flow. Take that four or $500 a month and park it here because the long-term benefit that you're going to have, the security that you're going to have far surpasses the car that you're going to spend that four or $500 a month on or the whatever you're going to spend it on. This is more important than anything that you could do for your personal self or your business, find a way, just find a way. I mean, it's, it's literally that important. I have seen it work in people's lives. Um, I won't tell who told me this story, but, uh, I know someone who, uh, in, who has a client who has hotels and this individual uh, is buying new policy after new, basically for every super large acquisition that he has at this point, because he's buying 50, 60, $80 million projects, you know, and it, but it's not just for those people. And I think that's the most important thing to know. Jason, and, and I, um, not to go in a different direction entirely, but you make a, a really good point that went through my mind is when you talk about in the business context, <clears throat> if you have a business and you have partners in your business, right, there is a very good business purpose to have some of these policies, or again, even term life insurance, but to have some policies in place for business continuity, right, mm -hmm. business succession planning, if you want to pass the business on, 
there are some very creative strategies that leverage these types of assets that also do far more than just have the asset. And the simple example, just to make that kind of a real world example is, right. you know, say you've got two business owners in a real estate firm, right? And they're married, right? Well, what happens? And maybe there is a lot of debt there and, and there's maybe not a ton of liquidity, but if something happens to one of those two partners and, and God forbid they pass away, well, now the, the remaining partner just became in business potentially with the wife of their, you know, their, of their partner. And whether that's good or not, that's the question, right? But oftentimes having something in place that if something like that happens, you don't have to stay in business with, you know, a spouse who survived because that may or may not work for mm -hmm. a business purpose, mm -hmm. but also it creates the liquidity to, to really just go ahead and buy out that other partner, which Absolutely. is a win. It's, win-win for everybody um, and i think that's an important point that often again people aren't thinking about those things we work with so many established businesses that don't have buy sell agreements that don't have these types of plans in place and so, absolutely i mean yeah we, we deal with that all the time i mean when we're creating or, or i should say helping people create their their entities uh you know most of what we create are llc's so we have operating agreements that that were helping these people put in place. And they're specific to, I mean, you can go online and get you download your free cookie cutter, you know, operating agreement, but it's not going to address these kinds of things. And these kinds of things are put in there specifically for those, what you're talking about right now. But just wording it means nothing. You know, having the, you know, first right of refusal, you literally have to put these things in place to cover yourself because, you know, we, we see these situations happen more often than not. We do. We talk to people that go into business together uh, that that ask the question, you know, what happens if something happens to that person? They're living a completely different life than I'm than I'm living, you know, or they have this going on or I have this going on. You know, what happens to this business? Well, this is the perfect solution. You know, we talk about um, big corporations that have CEOs and chairmen, you know, chairman of the board or chairpersons, excuse me, I have to say that right, of the board, where some of these insurance policies are necessary, depending on their role, you know, and what it is they do. And they have to go through that whole process of getting the physical and understanding their lifestyle and making sure they're not, you know, jumping out of airplanes and base jumping all the time, right? <laughs> so <laughs> these things are real. And I like to tell people to, no matter where you're at, act as if, no matter where you are financially, act as if you're already there. And, and that, again, doesn't mean that you have to put $100,000 a month or even a year into a situation like this. It may be $5,000 a year. It may be $2,500 a year. I don't know. But I do know that it's important that People put these things in place for themselves, their businesses, their families, because it's going to help them. And Doug, do you have anything that you'd like to add that you feel is so important that you cannot let it go right now that we haven't covered? What a beautiful tee up, Jason. Thank you. Um, honestly, I think we've, you know, I would just say just to wrap this up, right. And summarize briefly, cause we've covered, we've covered a lot really. Um, and I thank you for that. That was a great job navigating and pulling me back in when needed. 
Um, you know, I think just for people to understand, it is honestly, it's fun. I love talking about all this stuff. Um, and it's fun to talk about whole life insurance because it can do so much and it can fit in into so many different, you know, businesses or individuals' lives. Um, but I, I do, I don't, it'd be remiss of me not to just remind on the boring stuff. I, I hate to end it on a, a little boring side note here, but you know, even if you can't do the five, ten thousand plus a year into a into a permanent whole life policy, you know, getting started with the basics of term life insurance to protect your family, um, disability to protect if you get sick or injured and can't work for an extended period of time, uh, and ultimately, as you get a little older, that long term care insurance is is just it's all so important to protect those that we love. Um, and what I like to really say and how I like to think about it is if you actually needed any one of those three things I just mentioned, I don't know about you, but I don't want my loved ones to have to worry about the finances at that point, because mm. it would be emotionally devastating. Who knows how people really react to these types of tragedies. And, um, and I just think about it as a, as a way to, to leave a lifeline or to just provide financially and let the family focus on whether it's the the health and well-being of the survivors or the, the health and well-being of the whole family if someone's disabled uh, or, or, you know, unable to move around or take care of themselves. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, man. So let them know, let the listeners and watchers, because this will be in, on multiple platforms, how can they get a hold of you? And, and of course, I'm going to make sure that this information is also going to be in the description of this uh uh, video or audio, whatever it is, however you're absorbing this content, um, your your information will absolutely be uh, written down inside that description. But for the people that are just driving or at the airport right now and listening or watching, how can people get a hold of you? So my email is the best. So and you can look me up, Douglas Killebrew, um, but it's D O U G L A S dot K-I-L-L-E-B-R-E-W at NM.com. That, that really will be the best way. And what I want to what I want to say is um, I'm very fortunate to, to work with a lot of wonderful team members. I've got a lot of folks on my team. And so um, I just encourage everybody who's interested at all, you know, absolutely reach out and we'll be able to provide some information and set some time up if, if you're interested in that. Um, I'll do my best to, to field any questions um as well but if you know if i'm not able to have the time i'll make sure one of my top uh, advisors that i work with will, will also have time just to encourage that as well we'll make sure you're taken care of and ultimately i want everybody to know as jason said we don't do things off the shelf it is tailor-made it's personalized to each and every person that really starts with getting to know you getting to know your story and, and your needs and goals um because all this stuff what i would leave us with is right we all have limited resources mm. whether it's time whether it's money whether it's energy it's limited right mm. and so with that said it all starts with prioritizing and one of our jobs is to help you think through what the level of priorities all these competing goals that you may have are and, and where they fit and how you can ultimately reach those um, and so we love what we do very fulfilling um, I'm very thankful to, to God for the opportunity and um, just 
I hope everybody out there uh, is having a, a great day and uh, look forward to getting the opportunity to speak with some of you. Yes, y'all. So, Doug, thank you so very much. Hold tight. Uh, but this is this is fantastic. Uh, this is the information that we have to have. This is why I'm leading off the beginning of season three uh, with insurance products, stability, foundation. These are the things that are going to see you through potentially the most difficult times in a person's life. So don't waste any time, guys. Find a way to make this happen for yourself and your family and your business. Start where you are. The most important thing is that you start. Okay? Don't talk about it. Get in contact with Doug. Make something happen for yourself and your family and your business. Create the foundation. Don't waste time. Like Doug said, you know, we're limited in all these things. We're limited in the resource. And the one, the one resource we can never get back is time. So don't waste it. This is your man, Miles, and I'll see you guys on the other side. Peace.